Hi there and welcome to the Accepted Authority Podcast. My name is Greg Roworth and each week on the Accepted Authority Podcast, we discuss challenges to growing your consultancy practice and particularly focusing on the strategy of authority positioning because in my experience, authority positioning is the most effective strategy to elevate your consultancy services in the eyes of your target market and the simplest way to be able to gain the attention of that target market and turn them into clients. Now, in today's episode, I want to focus on branding. And the question is, what is branding really? And the reason I want to focus on branding today is that branding is an area that I think many of us don't fully understand, particularly when we don't come from a marketing background. We're consultants in a field of expertise that we've worked with, we've learnt, uh, we've grown in our competency, but often marketing hasn't been part of that package until now when we're in our consultancy practice running a business for ourselves and wanting to grow that business. So we often hear a lot about branding, particularly from the marketing consultants and marketing specialists out there, and everyone understands that we need to have a brand. So typically what happens, and I want to forewarn you that I believe that this is the wrong way to go about it, but it's unfortunately the most common way consultants go about setting up their practice. And that is when we start off in business, the first thing we look to do is get someone to design a logo we work hard on our business name. We think about putting together a website. And before we even make a sale, before we even get a client through our marketing, we've invested thousands of dollars in coming up with what we think is branding tools. And by that, I mean a logo, the website, the graphics, the design of the website, it's all in our brand colors. It's in our brand values. We talk about our brand elements, you know, how we will design our, um, our letterheads, how we will design the uh, PowerPoint presentations we will put. We want them all to be on brand. And now there's nothing wrong with that, except in my opinion, and you may disagree with this, but my statistics or my successes maybe um, would challenge that uh, difference of opinion because my approach has been to start first with making sure that we can sell what we have to offer and allow the brand to emerge over time rather than deciding what our brand is going to be and really the question I started with, what is branding really? Branding, in my mind, is not our logo. It's not our brand colours. It's not our designs and the appearance of how we want our business to look to the public. In essence, our brand is the promise that we make to our, our target market. And I've heard it put very eloquently that our brand is what people say about us when we're not in the room 
Now, when you think about it that way, that is what your brand really is. Your brand is the impression, the promise that people expect from you when you're not there talking about it. So when you're marketing, when you're putting forward your ideas and, and your concepts, and maybe to start with, you want that to be looking professional. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. However, spending all your time, effort, and money on creating a brand image before you get clients is a distraction from where you really should be focusing. Because until you can get clients, until you deliver your services, until your clients receive the value that you have to offer, your brand promise is really just empty words. Because until the rubber meets the road, your promises are just empty words. It's like excuses maybe I've made to my wife that, you know, it'll be different next time. I won't, <laughs> that, you know, I'll, I'll get better. I'll do it better. And maybe you've been in that situation with someone that uh, you're in a relationship with and you're trying to make up ground because you haven't lived up to expectations. Now, that's maybe bearing my soul a little bit more than I might have wanted, but so the reality is I think we're all humans and that's part of our lives that often we don't live up to the expectations that some people have of us. And that's what will happen when we are focused on branding and we don't live up to the expectations in the delivery of our services. Now, I'm not saying that we're always going to fall short of the mark and that we're going to disappoint our clients, but we need to reverse the order and make sure that we are focused more on the quality of our service and that we are meeting or ideally exceeding the expectations of our clients in the way we go about delivering our services because that is what creates our brand. So when we think about branding in terms of what people say about us when we're not in the room, it is a reflection of the promises that we can keep. It's the promises we are keeping. Now, we need to be making sure that what people are saying about us, the promises that we are keeping, are in line with the expectations we have on ourselves. They need to be in line with the promises we want to make. We obviously want our clients to expect the best of us and we need to be able to deliver that best perceived value that they're looking for from us. So if we're worrying about our brand image and how our logo looks and how our website is, but we're falling short of what we're promising in our delivery, then whatever we're doing in our brand image building process is really a waste of time. So that part of focus on our brand image, in my experience, is something that can come later after you are delivering value, after you are creating a promise that you can deliver. 
Now, when you understand what you can deliver, you can understand what you can say about that. You can understand the promises you can make when you're able to deliver results for a client, then you're able to talk about what those promises are. Now, the other side of that is you also want to be creating your image around that promise in a way that is more acceptable to your target market than salesmanship and image building, if I can put it in those crude terms. The basic level of selling that we try to do in our marketing aspects, where we're talking about who we are and what we do. That, as you've heard from me in the past, is a message that doesn't necessarily connect with our target market because they don't really care about who we are. They don't really even understand what we do most of the time unless they see the relevance that it has to their situation. So the services that we offer are not being welcomed. We're not getting a, a flood of incoming inquiries through our branding type marketing or our promises of what services we have to offer because there's no relevancy and connection with our target market. So it's up to us in our marketing, and this is what I talk about as branding, is to connect the dots for our target market. We need to create marketing that is relevant and marketing that connects with our target market. And the best way to do that is to be doing authority positioning type marketing. Now, authority positioning marketing is not about saying how great we are. It's not about telling people we're, that we're the number one expert in anything. Most people look at that and, and say, well, who says that if you're claiming that, what have you got to back that up? So you've got to be pretty good at being able to prove that. The branding I want to achieve is not to tell people that I'm the number one anything, even though other people may say that about me. I want my target market to say that about me from what they read or hear or consume or watch on video that I'm delivering. And that is not pumping up myself and telling people how great I am. It's about delivering value to people that they can see, wow, there's some good ideas there that I've not really thought about before. That makes sense. That is worth listening to. Now, when you can deliver that sort of value in your thought leadership type content and have your target market, your ideal clients saying that about you, that is creating your brand. That is what I'm talking about with branding in a professional, professional services type market. In a consulting business market, your brand is what your ideal clients are saying about you. And they're saying about that about you because of what you're telling them, what you're giving to them in terms of value in educational content, in, in material that they can have an epiphany 
And really that's what it comes down to. Our content needs to help our clients have an epiphany because if they don't think differently after we deliver our content, then we've really achieved nothing and we've just become one of the ordinary. we become just like any of our other competitors in the market that are saying the same things about the services that they deliver, which are pretty much the same services that you're delivering. So when you can create thought leadership content that is saying something different, something unique, something that helps your clients have an epiphany or a realisation that they've not, about something they've not seen in that way before, then you're creating a brand. You're creating a brand of authority. And when you create a brand of authority, you start to attract the attention of your ideal clients, you start to be relevant to them, and you create connection with them through relevant ideas that they learn from, that they see are valuable to them, and Ideally, they come to the point of saying, I need you to help me implement that. When we create a brand that way, it doesn't matter what our colours are. It doesn't matter what our logo looks like. It doesn't matter if we don't even have one. That is not what our clients care about. Our clients do not care about our logo or our website our graphic design, our letterhead images, they do not care about any of that. What they care about is the value that you can deliver to them. And if you can do that in a, an authoritative way, and by that I mean in a way that is different from your competitors, in a way that helps your clients realise something they didn't know before and helps them get a better result, because of that process you're going through, then what they say about you will become your brand. That's where I think you need to focus, not getting a pretty logo and good graphic design, particularly early on in your business. That is a total waste of time and money. You should be out there focusing on delivering value to your clients, helping them see things differently helping them understand that there is a better way and helping them understand that they need you to help them achieve that result. When you've delivered that and lived up to the promise, then they'll start to talk about you and you will have a brand. That's the approach to creating a brand and that's what branding really is, particularly in the environment of a consultancy firm the environment that we operate in that is what branding is about for us so i hope that's been helpful to you today i hope that you have seen things differently and that has been an epiphany for you if you'd like to know more about how to create an authority positioning and um, a brand for you and your business then feel free to reach out to me at Business Fight Path, we offer services to help our clients become the authority in their um, profession and in their target market and attract more premium level clients consistently and predictably. So if you'd like to know more about that, 
go to my website at businessflightpath.com and download some of the free material we have there or reach out directly to book a call with me either through the, um, the, the menu on our website or reach out on LinkedIn or Facebook and um, direct message me and ask me if uh, we can have a chat. That's it for the Accepted Authority podcast today. I hope you've learned something about what a brand really is and I look forward to seeing you all on the call again next week. That's it from me, Greg Roworth out.